Oh, really? Yeah. Do the, fake... the Brandon's. I don't know. I've never. I've never okay. had a. I think first. Oh, and you did. Oh, and you had another one. Yeah. While you're watching. Yeah. I don't have the volume up on this one. Check it out, though. Turn the volume. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, should we just jump into it? Let's get it, dog. I think, man. I think. Wait a long time. Let's um, let's show them how it's done. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 14 of the Most Awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And I feel like I feel like Most Awesome, I say we have a dynamite episode every time, and I even say that we have a dynamite episode every time we have a dynamite episode, but I, I think we're bringing the heat. We're, we're 13 deep, and we're looking at 14, like not slowing down anytime soon. We're just we're just staring down the barrel of fourteen and just we're just mean mugging it right now. It. Here's the thing: is, is we need to start thinking of different adjectives for dynamite. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not a yeah. wordsmith, but yeah. we need to start because eventually they just know it's dynamite. So now we just gotta we gotta step up our th- the the Thoris game. I can't yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. The, the step Cut up that yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> Stan. It's Stan. Uh, dynamite. It's that's Stan. Yeah, whenever whenever you give me like a good burn, like it's it's gotta right. stay. It's it's gonna stay there. Roasted. So I okay. think what we'll do is, uh, well, we're gonna dive into it. But as always, uh, I, here's my idea for this episode because I know you got me on on the gram. I think is what the kids call yes. it, right? The the inst- go- do I insta so I've heard or do it I gram? Insta. I've heard it called insta. I've, the gram, you know. So I, I'll, I'll take all of the above. I mean, obviously, we love acronyms here at the MAB Sports Podcast. I'm into it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, G, what's, is that the, what is that an, an acronym for? Insta, Instagram? Oh, just Insta, Instagram. Instagram. IG. Oh, Instagram. Not, I thought you said yeah. I, I, G. I thought, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you said you were good spider. No, no. I, I thought, thought you, you said good, spider. I thought you said you were good spider. Okay. Right. Instagram. So I, I thought for fun this time to just kind of bone us up a little bit on what we're creating is. Let's hashtag some shit. Like it's four Ooh, years ago. It. When like we're, we're gonna subtitle some points that we're excited about and just hashtag yourself. When you feel like hashtag, I, like it. I, I think if I hear something coming jamming from your pot, I'm gonna hashtag it myself. You know what? Exactly. Uh, tying into episode 13, I got a little surprise for you. Reach behind that monitor of yours right now. Ooh, behind yeah. which yep. I got two monitors up. So the left or the right? The big one on your left, Uh-oh. my right. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. What's here? Uh oh. Reach, buddy. Reach. What? It's cold. Yeah. It's I'm wet. <laughs> what? Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Bringing the heat with the ice. Drop to a knee. That is a Smirnoff ice. Like, coming back it. at you for episode 13. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm going to go down to a knee. I'm oh, gonna he's, see, he's on I, a knee. He's I, on a knee, people. I'm on a knee. And I want you to count it out. I'm going to take the earbuds out. So I'm going to be disconnected okay, from the podcast. Real, real fast. The, the last time, the official last time you did this, you did speak. Spit it out, correct? So I, I, I want you to like maybe not aim towards the monitor as you slam this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we got a precious electrical equipment here. I'm not <laughs> trying to ruin our pod. Okay. Straight out of the gate. Now, to be fair, and 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 Doff was right as he corrected us as he always does. As he always does. I did turn into a hashtag human geyser, Doff. but that hashtag Doff. Hashtag, hashtag <laughs> Doff. I did turn into a human geyser, but that's because I got back to back iced. 
Yeah. And I don't think any any mortal can handle that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna di- I'm gonna disconnect from the pot. Okay. All right. And then I want you to count it down. Let's see you, how buddy. my I got my 39 year old my 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 39 year old can handle it. So I'm gonna start recording right here because okay. we're gonna put this on the oh shit we're gonna put this on the Insta right here. Oh, too. Insta, nice. All right. Here we go. Yep. You ready? One, two, three, four, five, six. That that's done it. That's done it. Six. And you're yep. That's done. Champion. Still got it. You still got it after all these years. Uh, two kids deep, thirty-nine years old. I still bring it. <laughs> still got it. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for jumping back into episode fourteen. We got a dynamite episode. Uh, uh, hashtag I'm dying. <laughs> this, this is gonna be fun. Should have been bigger. Should have been a bigger eyes. Uh, we're gonna do rip the, the headlines. <laughs> you remember they always got bigger, right? They always like they got bigger than ice blocking, and all of a sudden you're sitting down for yeah. a seventy-two ounce serving of Smirnoff ice, which <laughs> no right. one needs. Uh, ep fourteen, we're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing the most bizarre coach coach or owner reveals. We're doing the MAB inbox. Got a couple mm-hmm. uh, emails we're gonna jump on. Got MAMA parenting tips. We're doing buckets. Doing the Neapolitan showdown. Uh, most overrated candy it's gonna be a fun one it's gonna be a little sleeper sneaker i think we're gonna get into it uh we're gonna jump into the gambling corner we're doing the nfc south which is segment three of eight on our nfl futures we're gonna do our mvp of the week we're gonna do 60 second tail from the frat i i do want an update uh tree watch What's going on with tree that watch. tree? What's going tree on with that watch. tree in your yard? Tree Every, everyone's so, listeners want to know what's up with that thing. Is it a I slide know, yet? Are you, you building a log cabin? What's going on? So no, I've just right now I'm just just uh, I'm just getting quotes, just getting bids, putting out there. You know, people want the Mab dollars any way they can get them. Sure. Yeah. And come Thursday of next week, we may have an official sponsor uh, from a, from a treescaping standpoint of the MAB Sports Podcast. We want to, I don't, you know, if this is your bag, if going out and cutting down a tree is kind of your thing, I mean, we want to, like, Mabby Hour is open to that also. Like, if you right. want to, like, right. volunteer yourself to be part of the MAB Sports Podcast, come cut down the man's tree. Right. I say is, is to the listeners out there, if you tell a friend make sure that friend owns uh, a lift of boom truck lift <laughs> it's a big tree it's so they can tree. trim our trees oh you gotta post uh instagram hashtag post that tree let's see a little uh let's see a picture of that oh, tree what's going on oh i i fully i fully plan on <laughs> on posting a little insta on tree watch hashtag tree watch uh, perfect well uh guys we are on itunes as you know we are loving the support please keep sharing that's uh that's the biggest hurdle we're coming over right now we love love the content love the listeners we want to keep spreading and get further out there so share you can find us on itunes search mab sports uh leave a little comment give five stars please share that post it tell a friend about it and you can email us all times at mab sports podcast at gmail.com and mabby hour i don't think we're going to shut that off right until it breaks us until we go broke Mm-mm. no that's hour big it's is, wide open that disco ball is on bright all right brother um <laughs> can we jump into it Another let's get pod. into it let's let's hit some jams extra extra read all about it Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you wanna be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. Alright, rip from the headlines. We're talking most bizarre coach owner reveals. Things we 
we found out about that we didn't expect to kind of things come out of left field. Why are we talking about this mm-hmm. most awesome? We're talking about this because of Brian Colangelo, the president of the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Ringer did a in-depth report and found out that allegedly this upper management of the 76ers had five secret burner Twitter accounts where he was using to trash 76 player, 76ers players, front staff, uh, uh, former organization members, all the way around, uh, trying to leak information to bloggers and other 76er media. This actually, most awesome, this kind of makes no sense to me. Like, is it just, before we jump into kind of uh, what right. we discovered and the fun ones, it, it kind of makes no sense to me. Is it like strictly an ego thing where it's like, I I feel so embarrassed, like I need some way to explain it without coming out to coming out because maybe it like crosses party lines to come out and be like oh this is why we traded this player maybe i can't say that like why is it so like why go to all this trouble and energy to go behind the lines to let like just some internet trolls know like why you didn't trade a certain player or this and that yeah there's there's very little upside to it i think that's the that's the most baffling thing is is that what's what's the game you've 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 climbed the mountaintop if you will in sports organizations you're at the pinnacle you're above it you don't need to prove you, yeah you're above it you don't need to prove yourself to anybody but yet you get pulled into the mire into the muck of it and start you know tweeting at people as to why i mean colangelo even had such an ego that apparently the 76ers fans uh were trolling him on his the size of his collars on his on his shirts he, apparently they called him big collars because he loved big kind of like 70s lapel-esque collars and he was like getting into it with other like 76ers fans like oh it's a uh, you know a style choice 10 years ago get over it and it's like dude you're you you make hundreds of thousands of dollars if not millions of dollars like what are you doing so yeah i'm not really sure what the motivations are behind it um i do know that there are people out there that use twitter as kind of like a resource to try and kind of leak information yeah but to do it so cavalier and obviously to have somebody find out about it is is pretty interesting yeah so weird you make so much money go to the men's warehouse buy different shirts like you don't people right. don't like your shirts right. like get a new right. fucking wardrobe what's the fucking problem I, right i couldn't even tell what i should do should i ask for a men's warehouse sponsor on that one or just <laughs> oh. hashtag men's warehouse <laughs> hashtag men's well, we're, we're, we're not doing the sponsor episode they can come to us now we laid down how oh. we roll we're, we're obviously up for purchase from anyone so now hashtag men's warehouse and i don't know if brian colangelo is a tall man or not but hashtag <laughs> big and tall i'm not sure just i don't know let's cover our bases uh who you got yeah. well, what's an embarrassing thing you're thinking about i got bobby petrino because this guy is just a general piece of shit so let me just give you a little rundown as his chronology here he (laughs) left the he left louisville for the falcons okay amongst after sending a 10-year deal saying saying at louisville he'd never go anywhere leaves louisville goes to the falcons he he snuck out of the falcons right i don't like yes exactly 13 games yeah exactly 13 games in the season quits then writes a 78 word note to all the players and just kind of like you know tacked it up on the refrigerator there and walked out the door then goes heads to arkansas 78 words we use more than 78 words to talk about cutting your tree down like four minutes ago real heartfelt he's a man of few words so then 
gets into an incident at University of Arkansas where he dumps his motorcycle. Turns out he has a female team manager on the back of it who used to be a former volleyball player at the university who's, who he's having an affair with. Dumps it, gets in a whole bunch of trouble, then goes back. He bounces around all of collegiate football, goes back to Louisville, where he ends up being involved in Wakey Leaks. I don't know if you remember this. Wakey Leaks was a Wake Forest uh, former player, now commentator Tommy Elrod, was leaking inside information about the plays and the game plans of Wake Forest's teams coming into these games to the opposing team. So Bobby Petrino, just a bizarre run for a coach. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll class act your class act coach with one of my own, and this is even, let's go Vikes. It's, uh, I'm going Mike Tice. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's not huge, but it, like, it's not super embarrassing. Like, it's just, it's embarrassing to the point, like, it's sad, like, scalped his Super Bowl tickets. Right. And, and when he was busted, like, scalping the Super Bowl tickets, and the word was he was getting, like, $500, $600 a piece. So, you know, you're, you're selling, like, four of those, like, that's two grand. I sure. don't quite see how it's worth it. And he even said, like, uh, he claimed being a scapegoat for doing that. Like, everyone <laughs> does it. So he couldn't even, like, kind of just be embarrassed, but he had to be, like, kind of pull everyone down in the mire with him. Like, we all do this because he's just, like... Hey, like, like as a coach earlier, like when I was like an assistant coach, like I, I never bought player tickets, like kind of alluding to everyone does that. So it was just kind of like, it was this kind of gross thing. And then also going out with the flame is just like, you know, like every, everybody's trash. Yeah, that's interesting. That kind of reminds me of Ken Maurer, who Ken Maurer is the NBA ref involved in game one, who a lot of Cavs players assigned to having uh, kind of job them in, in game one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Maurer was involved in he actually is a felon technically he's a felon <laughs> sure. um, because he was involved they had this is how much freedom and time the irs has they had operation slam dunk which investigated nba refs because the the nba reimbursed nfl or nba refs on their plane fare so what they would do is they'd buy the first class tickets send those receipts to the nba get reimbursed for it but then they'd take those first class tickets with the airlines and check them down to like a coach or some other lesser value ticket and then pocket the difference on that so Uh. ken mauer got busted and did some 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 time on it which is to your point brandana which is the quintessential you make hundreds of, of thousands of dollars if not millions of dollars and you have everything to lose in this little side hustle why get involved with it why do it Hashtag downgrade. Hashtag, Hashtag MAB Sports needs that white meat. Uh, what else you got, brother? Okay, I got. Uh, I'm gonna go with another. I'm gonna go with another. Oh, I've got so many good ones on here. <laughs> I really want to skewer. Has, I'm gonna go, hashtag I'm gonna go consolation with, bracket. We know Let's uh, go. exactly. I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Ohio. I'm not gonna say the other word to it. Um, <laughs> the head coach in the Gator Bowl in the late 70s, Woody Hayes. He's a coach for Ohio State. I'll say state so everyone knows what I'm talking about. Sure. You never so, said him in the same sentence. You're good. Uh, exactly. Hashtag so, got to keep them separated. Okay, we're, we're good. <laughs> okay. Oh, So we're hashtag deep already. Quarterback throws in the Gator Bowl, throws a pick on the sideline of Ohio State. Clemson linebacker picks it off. What does Woody Hayes do? Slugs him in the throat, punches him right there. This old 
crotchety old uh, uh, head coach. Um, he's immediately fired a few days after. Never has <laughs> issued an apology. Well, he's passed away now. Never gave an apology for it afterwards. So it's one of those things like just being so insane and so lost in the game. The player does what a player is supposed to do is stop the offense, and he comes up there and just punches him. He loses his mind. It's a total bizarre moment. I remember that. I remember that. You know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of, you remember the, uh, what is it, Tomlin on the the Sunday night game? Did that thing where he was acting like he was looking at the Jumbotron, Mike Tomlin with the Steelers, and then, like, trips. Like, I don't remember who was turning the ball down the sideline, and then oh, like oh, it was Jacoby Jones, right? It was on the Ravens game, right? Yep, he kind of exactly. like came out and stepped out. Yeah, yep. Same thing with like uh, there was a uh, the strength and conditioning coach from the Jets did, yeah. the, did something like that too. Yeah, stay, oh, I know it's crazy. Stay, stay on the sideline, gents, and also like in this day and age with all those cameras, don't act like I don't think as much as your boy talking, but don't act like you can justify and get away with it. Like you can just break right. down. You can see like. The light bulb click, like, oh, I'm going to look like I have no idea what's going on. I'm going to just right, like, right. we all know what the fuck you're doing. Um, yeah. I had, um, this was not going to be a surprise to you, but I think it's it's kind of a legendary, oops, they found out, so shit. Uh, kept this man from the Hall of Fame. Uh, denied it oh. for a solid 15 years. I'm talking about Pete Rose. Oh, Gam- I like it. Gambled as uh, not only a player a little bit, which would keep it outside the realm of the parameters for the headlines, but he also gambled as a manager. Uh, there you go. I mean, Bringing it back home. So denied it for 15 years since 1989, finally released it in his book as kind of, a, I think you'd agree, like a little bit of a Hail Mary uh, to get in the Hall of Fame. To at right. least like admit that to see if it was a hurdle to get him over the Hall of Fame. Uh, it wasn't, didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> did try to use the justification and like, only bet on them to win. Here's my question to right. you, most awesome, is uh, I, I think we both can agree like it does taint the sport. Like you can't have athletes, not, maybe not especially in baseball, especially in football, like whatever it does, like sacrifice the integrity of the game. Like I'm completely behind that with the point spreads or maybe like you burn through your bullpen to get like a win on one night that you like need the victory. So definitely like obviously out of bounds of that. But does he deserve to be in the hall? Can we separate like your actions off the field with what you did sure. on the field. Yeah. And it's one of those things like baseball is so mired in its like rules and it's kind of like the, the unwritten rules of the sport. Um, and so going back to the black Sox era, which John Cusack had that, the movie that everyone knows eight men out um, where they had gambling really fix a world series. I think baseball has this, you know, kind of unspoken like you know taboo baseball gambling taboo so yeah i guess maybe i, I, think, I, I, I think it might be like okay so let's parallel it though let's bring it into uh like a sport we both love that maybe we talk about like even if it's not that so and i think there is a written rule but even in baseball where there is that unwritten rule of whatever like don't pile on points and put the bat like if if we found out that peyton manning was point shaving like in the next two years like would you still say he deserves to be in the hall yeah, see that. So it's it. The football would be real tough because there's so much stuff that's not within his control, right? Um, but yeah, if he was point shaving or maybe throws a a pick towards the late end of the game to make sure that they stay in there, if we found that there was some some clear chicanery going on, I, I would say I'd keep it out because it's it kind of it tears at the fabric of what's pure of the sport, right? Like yeah. we envision sports as 
everyone trying to do it. And, and ultimately, the outcomes are a metric of the best team won, not some sort of like nefarious, like, you know, the BC, you know, men's college basketball point shaving scandal where the mob got involved and were shaving points that way. And guys were kind of throwing turnovers. I mean, that really, the tears at the fab. I mean, you know, at that point, then it becomes, I don't want to say the WWE, but, you know, it kind of more moves more toward that, that realm. That's just might, might be a good point, because the fact is, if you are point shaving, it does affect your performance on the field. So maybe if it directs late, I, I don't know, uh, we'll save it for another pod. But maybe that's what uh, Peyton Manning was doing his last year as a Bronco, because Lord knows those passes were terrible. So maybe right. <laughs> maybe he was taking a lot of the Broncos. Not if we covering. if we found out that there was that he was <laughs> that they the stadiums had like a Papa John's like promotion going on with it, and he's like, if I don't score another point, I don't have to give away more Papa John <laughs> yeah. pizza. Then then yes, that's a real scandal. Hashtag ha- Papa John's. Hashtag throwing ducks. Hashtag make sure you include the pepperoncinis. <laughs> All right, buddy. Right. What, what's your last one? Um, there's so many that I could get to, um, but I'll go with the, the kind of the most egregious that that really kind of fits in the realm of, of Brian Colangelo. Just what's the upside? I'm going to go with George Steinbrenner. Um, George Steinbrenner hired an out of work gambler, Howard Spira, to dig up dirt. Uh, on Dave Winfield, a current player of his on the Yankees, um, he paid Spira 40k. The reason being, he was involved with Winfield Steinbrenner was involved with Winfield in a lawsuit over a contract stipulation that said that Steinbrenner would contribute three hundred thousand dollars to Winfield's charity or, or foundation so he didn't want to pay it they're involved in a lawsuit so he hires spira 40k then spira extorts him for another hundred and ten thousand dollars and it all gets and that's what leads to steinbrenner's temporary ban from day-to-day operations um which should have been a lifetime ban but i think either faye vincent or the the the, the uh commissioner after faye vincent overturned that and then he was able to come back to it but he should have been banned for it. Dollars corrupt, brother. The funny thing is, is like he was willing to lose everything for 150k, which was half of the 300k that he <laughs> was like supposed to donate to charity. So it's just like, all right, you know, just so, no upside whatsoever. I'm closing out with um, Michael Forster. This is the Miami Dolphins offensive oh. line coach. That's right. Okay. From, I don't know his name. I just know the video. <laughs> no, that's why I started with that. I was just like a little little bit of, I want to see a little surprise look in your face. Everyone take a drink. Hashtag. Right. <laughs> Hashtag question mark. Hashtag most awesome. Had no idea. Um, <laughs> what I did is, okay, so anyway, for those of you who don't remember, in October of 2017, uh, there was a video leaked of him. Basically, it's a self-recorded video of him sending it to... <laughs> A girlfriend could have been an Instagram. I don't know. Are we sure? <laughs> Do we stay away from the gram? Like, yeah. It's yeah. The, it's hashtag. Yeah. Uh, no, no one there. It's um, it's him basically on a desk before he goes into a meeting. It's a self-recorded video that he's sending to a girlfriend, uh, and he there's a white substance in front of him. Um, we're guessing it's cocaine. Here's what I <laughs> most awesome. I wanted to give you. I like a, how you're treading some water. Hashtag lawsuit. Like no, 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 no. It's it's not like I'm not hashtagging. What I want to do is I'm. It's allegedly cocaine, is what right. we're allegedly saying we're dealing okay. with here. But <laughs> right, I'm saying like okay. I don't know why she released the video. I, I'm not saying like 
what I did is I broke down the transcript and I want you to tell me, and I kept score, what he loves more, this girl or cocaine. Oh, he, I love this. He, I love this so much already. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you. He, he, uh, he can't get over talking about it both, so I did break down the score, so I'm going to just read the transcript to you real quick, and then I'm going to go back because okay. I, I did break it down, much like we do with the NFL Futures, and I assigned wins and victories to okay. a girl got a point, uh, the alleged cocaine got a point. So this here, is fantastic. I'm going to read through it real quick so you can't kind of do it in your head. Hey, babe, miss you. Thinking about you. Oh, I'll go into my like, little announcer voice. Yeah, get hey, deep babe, in it. Get sexy you. with it. Hey babe, missing a, hey, babe, miss you. Thinking about you. How about me going to a meeting and doing this before I go? There's those big grains falling. But I miss you. I miss you a lot. What do you think? Crazy? No, babe. It's going to be a while before we can do this again. Because I know you're going to keep that, baby. But I think about you when I do it. How much fun it was. So much fun. The last little bit before I go to my meeting. Is that fucked up, babe? You think? I think not. Okay, so that's the video right there. So there's a lot of ba- there's a lot of babies. A lot in there. of babes. A lot of babes. Uh, I did. First off, you know you're high on the yayo <laughs> when you when you just keep coming up with the babes like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like it's like me saying dynamite. Just like the whole yeah. just like. It all right. shuts down. No synonyms, no anything. It's just like, baby, Pod baby, 14. baby. It's dynamite, babe. What's up, baby? What's up, baby? What's up, baby? All right, so here, here's, uh, I, I got it broken down. That gives the win to the substance. That's substance. Right. He's a base head. <laughs> it down. He likes to get wet. That was, it's like eight sentences. And he's just like, I don't know if he knows this girl's name. Yeah. That's oh, how yeah. you scored Whoa. right there. Yeah, I love it. I love that you broke down the <laughs> I transcripts on that because I, I remember seeing that. Yeah, and it's and you and you sped through it. You kind of did the read. You, you read all the lines, but you really there was some time elapsed in there. And uh, yeah, he does loves the he loves the cocaine. It's, it's it's not free, but he did a commercial for cocaine. Like he, he just really shot, did. He shot them a. Is he doing a podcast? Or he's trying to spot, get sponsored by Coke for Coke. That was Jesus. <laughs> Right on there. And then, like, uh, you know, he produced the own content that brought his, his downfall. Guys, that does it. Let's get into something a little bit more, um, not pure, but interactive. That brought, me, that brought me down a little bit most awesome. That's a little, like, embarrassing. To, we talk about Pete Rose. We're talking about substances. We're talking about hidden Instagram accounts. Let's go to right. the people we like to talk about, and that's our fan base. That's oh, our we fan love our base. fans. Uh, this member wo- uh, wrote in that we kind of overlooked swingers when we broke down our gambling movies on yes. episode 12. And it was good. Uh, always double down 11. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that uh, scene, I would say that scene is. You don't like mm, it? No, it is. It's good. It's, 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 it's kind of like my spider scene where the gambling is. Sp- no, I thought, I thought, I thought you said sp- I was good spider. spider. I thought you right, said, exactly. I, was, I thought you said I was good spider. Right. No, I thought it's tan. The gambling is tangential to the the story, right? I mean, it's like yeah. it's you know, kind of like the gambling in that is you know. But I, it's a great zine. I mean, Swingers is great. I, I love it. You're a big bear. I mean, I am going to give this member points because at least in his scene, like it does, like it kind of writes, it catches you up to the rules of blackjack pretty quick. Yeah, it's just like okay. you always so, double yeah. down eleven, and there is kind of all that. Uh, he writes yes. on. Uh, so going with Swingers, there's you know where they're playing Sega Genesis and. Right. They're uh, making the little 
Headbleed, when Vince Vaughn, they're playing the thing. Okay, so real quick, um, give me your... This man would like to know your best sports video game of all time, not named Tecmo Super Bowl. And that's a good caveat, because I think we would both say fucking Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah. The one so with the real takes, teams. What's that? The one with the real teams. Well, I guess the, the first one had the real teams, right? There was just a limited number of them. Yeah, a limited number. There wasn't the full... There, no, there wasn't the full 30 teams on the first Tecmo Bowl. Nope, don't look at me like that. Mm, hashtag how many teams? I'm going to need a ruling. I, hashtag <laughs> I need a ruling. Because right, well, I'm pretty sure I remember playing with a lot of them. Um, so here's, here's I, I'm, I'm going to keep it in the football family, although I'm going to go outside of the Nintendo or Super Nintendo realm. My favorite, and I would almost venture, because video games have gotten so amazing as of late, I'm going to go with... EA Sports NCAA college football is the greatest. Oh, I, I got an impression for you, bro. What? Let me hear. EA Sports. It's in the game, bro. Oh man, <laughs> I was that. I, I felt like I just powered up my PlayStation <laughs> Two on that <laughs> thought one. Thought you fired something up. Hashtag powered up. That's right. Uh, what made uh, what made the college football? I remember. I think I remember playing that. Well, I played like the early ones when ea sports kind of first came on the map and i remember it being because that you kind of like it wasn't the automatic like the receiver would cut you kind of have to do the time routes right you just couldn't air it out and then somebody like you have to kind of cut down the middle of the field and it was it was kind of difficult right it's it was difficult the thing that i love the most about it is then as the iterations got a little bit better as passing got a little bit better and a little bit more smoother um, they started rolling into Dynasty mode, which mm-hmm. this was the greatest little piece <laughs> of sports video games you could have. Because what you could do is, is like a college coach, and I forget which year it was. I think it was like 2003 or 2004, but there was actually recruiting violations that would happen as you would recruit in this Dynasty mode. You recruit these high school players, fictitious players, and then like awesome. somebody would get in trouble and how much how much did was, you how I'm much look- you towed the line most awesome in this game? How how many how many oh, recruited yeah, violations? Was, like I, like yeah, like how, how deep in the CFL are you coaching in, in this video yeah. game? I was like I was like, is there a bard that turns on giving away <laughs> Cadillacs? Because I'm gonna turn that on. I'm gonna flick that switch. <laughs> uh, I went with um, I don't know if you're gonna remember this little gym. It's a uh, it's a deep cut. I'm talking uh, original Nintendo. I'm doing a little Base Wars. It was, it was fucking robots playing baseball. You play baseball, you win some championships, you would get cash, and you could buy weapons. And basically, every time what? you're thrown out, like it turned into a little bot war. And then if you beat the shit out of the other bot, you were safe. And there was just like, there was this like nightstick you could buy that was like electric. And you show up to face first base, like, and it was unbeatable, and you would just like jam the first baseman with it. First baseman would explode. They'd have to drag them in, put another player on, and you were safe at first. <laughs> it was an insane I game. Don't, this, that's, that's a crazy game. I thought the only game, baseball game I remember from original Nintendo was RBI, RBI. Baseball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, RBI Baseball. Dwight Evans was a killer on the Boston Red Sox, although they called it the Bo Sox. All right, hashtag Base Wars. Base Wars. I don't think I know that game, Brandana. Yeah, you're gonna have, you're gonna have to check it out. All right, uh, our other email. Ooh, this was a sweet one. This is from um, a mabber that's written in before. Uh, greeting, League of Extraordinary Mab Gentlemen. 
he said, excellent episode 13. He's got a great point. I uh, want to thank Dr. and Mrs. Kamish uh, for setting up your sound thing. You sound great. All right. Uh, it's always great to compliment Dr. and Mrs. Kamish. We'll take that. Yeah. Uh, the question yeah. is, if LeBron wins these finals, are we going to officially say he is better than Jordan? You and I were talking a little bit. You want to hop on this? I got, I got some ideas. I think we're going to kind of fold. I know, I know we have uh, kind of an... SOS pod, we're going to fold into yes. it. But let's just, I think we can hop on it here. Let's just get into it. Yes, because we were recording this uh, after game one, mm-hmm. which we almost could have done a whole rip from the headlines just on game one, just yeah. talking about game one. It had a lot of, uh, of storylines in it. But to answer this member's question about LeBron, excuse me, ah, that ice is coming back up. Um, <laughs> You know, will we say LeBron is better than Jordan? I don't. Here, here's how I looked at it: is is obviously James is it, this is his ninth total final, right? Eight in a row. He's been yep. in the finals nine times. His record in that is three and five. So I, if, if I'm to look at this in comparison to Jordan, where Jordan was in six finals, six wins, clearly that could be a little Achilles' heel to you know, LeBron over Jordan, right? He's three and five all time in these finals teams. Now, the Mavericks point in that deeper in that email is basically he has subpar cast. Well, if you look at it, the 2014 uh, season and the 2011 season where they lost to that Heat team lost to the Spurs and the Mavs, you could argue that those two seasons, LeBron had an equal team to those teams he was playing or better so that's where i say that kind of chips away a little bit at that argument about jordan over lebron although do you sit there and just look at them like kobe bryant discussed and it's like why do we have to compare them why can't we honor jordan for jordan six and lebron for what he's doing and and his quest for you know the the level that he's that he plays so I think like better than LeBron, and so one in- interesting thing that I heard Bill Simmons say was it should be more of a championship belt, like the greatest of all time. And you hold that, and right. it's a little bit like it's really hard to kind of compare legacies like after the fact and them never playing against each other and just how the rules of the game change. I will say like I really thought like if LeBron could do it with this cast, and I, I'm not mm-hmm. saying he can't do it now, but if he could do it with like just the role players he has now and compete with, you know, one of the greatest teams of all time, which might be decided after these finals are over, then he would. It would no longer be justifiable to not have a one A and one B, no matter what order you want to put them in. But it would seem right. it would seem weird if someone got defensive about like, no, Jordan was the best. Like, no way, you just don't know. Like, it, like LeBron would have to be like. Like, just part of that. I'm not saying, like, his role players are great and all the time. There is just a... I was talking to a friend. There's a... Their games of basketball is not the same. I don't know who would win one-on-one. I don't think one-on-one's a great showcase of who's the best. Just, like, I don't think one-on-one poker is, like, means who's the greatest poker player. It's just, like, a different game with all that. But there is a way that LeBron James takes the ball to the basket at will whenever he wants to that right. is just unseen. Right. Yeah, he is a, a different type of player. Like, I mean, in in baseball, they talk about five tool players. 
and and LeBron hits every kind of possible category for a five tool player in in basketball. He he literally can do everything. And not to say that Michael Jordan couldn't do everything, but he was not the deft passer that LeBron is. He was not the play creator. I mean, LeBron has total dominance on the court to do whatever he wants, not just yeah. scoring the basketball, but creating and but that's like not, the way that they... But that's not what separates it in your brain, right? Like you, You're not like, oh, I would make LeBron better than Jordan, but LeBron passes so much better. Like That's not what you're thinking, right? It's, it's not that he could fill like all those utility roles. It's just like when he's on the court ready to dominate, like he's damn right. near like unstoppable. Right. No, but but my to, to the point is is you're right. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about the the mastery of basketball, be, because talking about the way that people talked about Wayne Gretzky in hockey is is that he didn't see like the play in front of him. He saw two plays in front of him. He saw how it sh- shook out and was able to manipulate the game from like a checkers versus chess. The way you talked about poker players seeing those those checks yeah. and those those plays down the line. Yeah. He just had just this like he just has this cerebral mentality where he could go out and just drive at will or take it to the bucket or ISO one on one. He can then kind of move chess pieces around the court where I don't necessarily know if Jordan had that in his game. Where Jordan had the differences is is he had this indomitable spirit of he will not lose. Like once he achieved the pinnacle, the same thing that we attribute to Kobe Bryant when he when he when he reached the, the the top of that mountain, he was never going to relinquish that. And I don't know if if that's in LeBron's DNA, if that's who he is as a person, because as we talked about last pod, the maniacal nature of the the drive for Jordan to win. I think LeBron knows. I think LeBron has a, a different set of confidences in himself that he knows he's the significant player and the best player in the world. That being measured on championships might not be the 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 end all be all of his career, right? Great, exactly. But do you think he feels like that is? Because I I agree. I don't think he leaves Cleveland. I think the only thing that's going to make him leave Cleveland is the fact that he, especially in basketball, like your greatness needs those championships to be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. he, like, so he goes and, to... Go and does, but does he think his body of work, going to eight straight finals, which only he's one of six players to ever do that in the league. Now, yes, his, his, his and it'll be nine straight total finals and his... His record will either be, you know, four and five or, or three and six. Does he think if he loses this final, does that tarnish the overall legacy? I don't know. I think I think he starts to look at his his body of work, and he's gonna, you know. And here's the thing: is if he plays till he's forty, and he ends up being the all time leading scorer in the NBA, does he have another enough feathers in his cap to to round out that six? championship gap that he might you know kind of set as that benchmark for what is greatness and say well but i lead the nba in all-time scoring i 
played until I'm 40. I, you know, went to the finals 11 straight years or whatever, or 11 total finals. And, you know, maybe gets another chip out of it. You know what I mean? It's like. In a note, and I forgot to bring it up. That's what I wanted to ask you. Like, he's getting just a little bit more grief than he should. Like, he didn't, like, lose the game. Like, they probably weren't right. going to make that shot. I mean, the de- like Golden State defense was swarming. Like it, it would have been a difficult like fade away. Like it would have had to be like it would have been a tough pass. It would have been like probably right at three point line, maybe inside of it with the hand in the face with much time. Like he's just getting a little like grief, but the level of grief he's getting versus like the outcome of that game is a little strong. Right. Well, it's 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 almost like a sca- is... it's a scapegoat almost. Not yeah. not it's not a perfect scapegoat, but it's damn close. Right. The grief is related to, like, what he did. Like, had he just gotten the ball and tried to go up and create contact, I don't think anyone faults him for that because there's yeah. only, like, four and a half seconds and left on the game. That's how it plays the game. He'll just fucking fire right. up anything. So what he did was somebody who thought he was going to get fouled and ran out to, oh, good point. you know, basically, like, the timeout line. So that's where the that's where the – the heat comes like the the flames get turned up on that, and then he, he then fucking he throws it to George Hill. George Hill throws his wild three up, and then LeBron has this quintessential like "What are you doing?" moment, and he goes and you read it. I mean, I'm no lip reader, but you read it. He goes, "I thought we were tied." Like he clearly says it, and then after in the pre in the post game stuff, he says like, "Oh, I knew I, we were tied, but I thought they were." gonna foul me he had kind of this rambling story it was like dude just sit there and say like i I thought we could get a i thought we were gonna call a timeout like he should have stuck to that like i thought we were gonna drive and call a timeout we didn't and then i threw it players should be required to do like post-game interviews like it seems almost torturous sometimes like let let the like let it simmer down maybe you do like pre-game press conferences as opposed to post-game like i I get you're supposed to get in the zone but it seems like it seems fucked up to like for reporters to be able to have free reign on asking anything they want and like players try to like do like a, a co-pilots game. Like we, we had some like tough losses and I know like, no, I hear what you're saying. It's like at the same token though, it is what drives the marketability of the league. So it's like, it's, it's the part same of your, it's pretty, it's part of your job. It's part of, it's the same argument that someone would have in regard to like the TMZing of celebrities, right? No, that's different though, because you, you can walk away from that. You don't have to. You don't have to respond to the TMZ reporter. You can walk away from that. You get fined if you don't like sit down and do your interview. Good point. It's a fair point. That's a good drink. Good. Uh, <laughs> I got I got I got myself a, a sipping ice here over here. <laughs> so your re- recreational ice. Exactly. I don't have any other booze in the house. Hashtag, hashtag MA drink. Sip and ice. Fair point. Fair point. It's, it's, yes, it's, 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 okay, here. But, but, but it does contribute to the overall brand recognition. It, it does. And, and there's the a brand thing, but, but it seems person. like the brand knows exactly what they're doing. Like, to me, the, the, I get it's a brand. I get you everything. It just seems like, isn't it defeatist of the product to, like, ask these players to perform at their highest level, which I, I know they're naturally going to do and they get paid and everything, but like, like Popovich, like those like second quarter, like interviews, it's like pulling people out of the game. And even like, so maybe that's two different conversations to you. To me, it's the same. Like, right. it's just like, 
in, in the midst of a game to be like, oh, give me your take on the first quarter. It's just like, I'm trying to, f- he's trying to figure out his fucking take on the first quarter. And he's like a limited amount of minutes in this commercial break to like decipher yeah. what's going down. He has a timeout with his players to like regroup him and get him to go down. And then afterwards, like if you have this tough loss, like you're basically put up there and you're just like, you're super vulnerable. And especially if you're a great player that puts all your heart out on the line to be like, hey, like in that like one split second, like define like how that fucked up. It's just like, what? <laughs> These questions are fucking like asinine. Like it's just like it's we're gonna get the same quotes we always have, and we're just it's almost like we're babying them to like for their heads to explode. Like let these players perform and then leave them alone. Right. You've turned me, and not just in the sexual connotation of it. (laughs) But both, but both, yeah. But both, but both, but yes. No, I you know I think you're right. Now now that the more that you think about it, because especially in a final scenario like that, especially on this last loss like this, maybe they should have the ability just to opt out. You know, because maybe I'm not. Because here's the other thing too: is if I say something uh, incendiary, or if I say something uh, negative, or call up the rest, I'm going to get fined. Yep. It's going to hit me in my pocketbook. So then I'm just being obstinate while you sit there and just ignore your questioners or or do like what marshawn lynch would do and be like you know you know next question boss we opt in to choose to talk about it or maybe you put the coaches on the coaches are required to do it right like you uh, know a spokesman, or or i think at the end of the game you could as a reporter like if you got to feed like your line thing you could submit a question and then they could like they could have them or the people or a spokesman for them like submit their answer on like how they answer that right. question like you you could require answers of the game but like don't put them up on that like j- like the sweat's still dripping off their head and it's just like we're talking about right. lebron james legacy and then we're talking about some guy that's three years out of journalism school trying to make a name for himself talking about just like hey like how does your legacy match up it's like fuck you dude yeah i hear i hear you on that and the other thing is that i don't like is is the way like they treat it like the white house you know, press and <laughs> yeah. they like re ask the same question like eight different times. I can't imagine the frustrating level. So yes, I, I agree with you. You've turned me. I'm I'm in it. Opt in or have like a PR or have like a you know like a PR agent comes out and like I'm gonna have field questions for you and like we just pay this guy. A, he's our press secretary for the Ca- the Cleveland Cavaliers. Exactly. Hashtag change the sport. Hashtag MA swings both ways. All right, let's, um, let's... Hashtag, I don't think they know we were doing hashtags in the SOS <laughs> I, pod. I, it'd be so interesting <laughs> when I edit this pod together, what ends up where. All right, let's uh, yeah. get a little jam right here. Jam time, go! Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. All right, MA, MA parenting tips. I can't, I'm really not tooting your horn here, but the number of texts I get on, you know, I, I think we talk about the Neapolitan showdown showing up out of nowhere, but MA, MA parenting tips to toot our own horn. I, I think we're in it for the long haul. Those people that can't see us, which is all of you, we've probably yes. been recording this pod with, it's been, it's been a long, it's, it's been an endurance pod night. And we keep it going. Exactly. So I, I just want to... Hashtag uh, grinding. Gr- hashtag grinders. I, I want to compliment you, brother, on... Everyone loves the segment. I think our our whole show wouldn't be complete without it. And you keep bringing the heat. What you got for us this week, my man? I got buckets. What are we talking about buckets? I got buckets. Like draining buckets? buckets? Exactly. I'm a bucket getter. 
for the co-pilots. You were bucket getter. We had some people that went out there and just got buckets. Ah, 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 ah. How are you doing? How are you doing <laughs> your buckets in your parenting life? Most awesome. Buckets are in reference to uh, our our children, and it's a it's a metaphor for attention, right? Mm-hmm. So kids crave attention. They need it, especially in those early formative years. Um, and and like I said, the best way I've heard it described is is kids have a bucket. It's an attention bucket, and they're going to fill it one way or another, either good attention or bad attention. And to the child, especially the younger children. They don't care how it gets filled. All they know is is that the bucket was filled. So, whether it's you know good stuff for you know being praised or bad stuff for throwing a tantrum, if I'm paying attention to you, all that child knows is that attention bucket's getting filled. So, um, what we kind of want to talk a little bit about is good attention, bad attention, but also kind of three ways to help with the bad attention because obviously that's the harder thing to not fill that kid's bucket up yeah so what are we talking about here we're talking about so early like getting parents attention like you're just learning how to be a human being like you you love it when you kind of get the one-on-one just kind of the focus on you so you'll use whatever means necessary at that point is that early in childhood like throwing temper tantrums like is that kind of the secret is just like you got to ignore it. You got to walk away. Like obviously you can't leave the grocery store or. Yeah, no, you're, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. I mean, they early on, they just, they want the attention they crave it and it doesn't matter how it comes to them. Mm-hmm. And to them it's, it's the same. It's just attention. There's no, I do this, I'm throwing a tantrum and I don't have a stigma to it. So I'm just going to go and do it. So the first thing that I would say is definitely, yeah, ignoring them if you ignore them ignore the bad behavior the tantrum um you know when they start to learn and kind of say different things if they say something that's kind of crazy or hurtful or spiteful or nasty you want to ignore it right because you don't want to foster because if i tip my hand and i say don't say that or i have a reaction then i'm i'm fostering that i'm i'm putting that attention and they garnered a reaction from me whether it's good or bad all they know is they're filling that up in that little attention bucket that they need to get filled. Most well, awesome. This is a really difficult question, but I, that's a great point. Like how can you differentiate and like separate, like this is where I need to like teach a positive lesson where I need to step in and be like, we don't act like this and give that attention as opposed sure. to let them kind of kick and kind of like wear themselves out. Right. So there's, there's, there's two, two kind of, schools on that one is is like you said you 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 can kind of wait them out smoke them out if you will right Mm -hmm. just wait until they if they're throwing a tantrum and they're just kind of kicking and screaming and you can kind of let it run its course Mm -hmm. and then wait for that moment where they start there's a lag or a break in it right A, a small window of opportunity where they're calm then interject during that moment and try and either you know talk them off a ledge or whatever it is you're trying to bring them back into. Um, the only time that you would interject when they're in the throes of it is if they were either going to hurt themselves or hurt somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the only time that I would step up mid tantrum. They're going to, you know, hit themselves in the face with a fork. That's why I grab them, tell them no, or they're going to hit somebody else with that same fork. I interject and stop that. But aside from that, I'm just waiting for them to give me that small window of opportunity where the waters have calmed. How does it work with like two kids? Like, does 
this one kid, I don't know, and not being sexist here, but like maybe having two boys would be a little bit more roughhousing, but like would one daughter kind of like put like pick on the other or shove the other to get the attention? Like that's still a negative attention way on some way you have to, it kind of seems like you're painted to a corner. Like you have to interject when it's still kind of that negative attention thing. You know, I think if you, if you get on it early and often, you can try and avoid some of that. I mean, at, at a certain point too, you have to let them kind of figure out the kind of, interpersonal communication between each other too mm-hmm. um obviously if that pushing isn't bordering on the realm of somebody really getting seriously hurt mm-hmm. you can kind of let it stem you know um and then you can just try and interject and separate them you know what i mean sometimes you could simply just pick the one child that's getting picked on just simply scoop them up silent not saying anything scoop them up take them away, extract them. And that's where you start your ignoring cycle, right? Just, you know, don't, you know, don't try and separate the other person, just separate yourself and the others from that, from that little kid. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Like, but like you making me, you making me work for that one on that one. <laughs> no, no. Think on that. I like, no, brother. That's what I love about MAMA parenting tips. Like it's it's not easy, and and I do like holding your feet to the fire sometimes because I think yeah. like I could ask you a million questions, but there's still like you know a million times more like real life scenarios that you've went through, and it's like it's so. I mean, I don't have to make kids myself, as like followers of the podcast know, but it's still like you know I I do like having friends that are parents like think about that because I. I know, and I, you've talked about it in like past pods where it is, there is no rule book for it. Like you can read a bunch of books and stuff, but it's like you kind of feel out what yeah. your, like what your rules are going to be. And there has to be like a, like you said, like a level of consistency where you come in there. And I, I think that's the hardest thing. Like I had, um, you know, one of my friends of mine were doing the, what's it called when you let them cry themselves out to like sleep? Isn't there? Like, cry it out. Yeah. yeah like cry, the, yeah. cry it out. Yeah. Like cry it out. And it's just got to be like. If you if you kind of break one night, like you're just, are you kind of working against yourself, like the future nights? Like eventually, you just have to, like you said, like Porky Pig in it. Also, like you know, you can you can balk, like you know, it's like when I double down on a on a line, like I, I want the right. Jets to cover yeah. by three and a half. I got to double down on Pittsburgh, so it's just like I'm chasing it. Like well, eventually, right. I'm just gonna yeah. have to accept the loss. Like hey, people ain't coming this week. <laughs> That's the bottom lines right. about it. Yeah, no, you're 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 a thousand percent right. I mean, there is no playbook to it and a lot of time there is some just general instincts that go along with it so the best thing you can do for yourself is just kind of lay out some some guidelines and try and stick to it because you know sometimes it's just like that you're on that bowl you're just trying to ride it for eight seconds and and hopefully (laughs) you don't get tossed what's the uh real quick in closing what's the what's one rule you read like in a book that was like the hardest to stick to Whereas, like, maybe, like, teething, like, he did, but, like, you read one thing, you're just, like, okay, like, I get that, and you're just, like, all right, like, I definitely have to practice this, but, like, maybe, like, it just kind of, like, broke you a little bit. Like, was there something that was just, like, kind of tough to be, like, oh, maybe this book's a little wrong, or, like, maybe they're just, like, oh, in real-life situations, like, it's super difficult. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really felt, like, that it's been super difficult to follow through. I think one thing would be, like, consistent, um, which I can... We, I was thinking about talking about this in, in other pods later on down the road, but I'll talk about it now, is doing solo time. It's kind of on Don't a, tip our future pods. A, don't give away our future pods. The same. You don't want to give free. it away? You want, <laughs> no, maybe, I'll maybe I'll tease it. Okay, a little tease, a little tease, a little tease, a little tease. A little tease. But basically what solo time is, is, is just, 
is just kind of like uh, infusing that that attention bucket with some one-on-one attention. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, oftentimes they just need a little bit of it, but in the course of the day, it's hard to get that just one-on-one playtime just every single day just to kind of fill that bucket up. So it's it's a it's not a, mu- a matter of it being like a challenge to do. Like crying it out is not. I think for for me, and I don't like you said. I don't want to be sexist here. Crying it out is not that because I I know that's a it's a means to an end. Where I think where some mothers are, it's a little bit more of an, an emotional play. So it's, it might be it might pull at the heartstrings a little harder. Sure. At least from my experience. But like the solo time is a, is that thing where it's like I have to carve out ten solid minutes for you, and we're gonna do whatever you want and play whatever you want, and just like in everyday life, it becomes a little hard. Like on Saturday and Sunday, it's very easy for us to do that. On Monday through Friday during the work week and trying to make dinner and lunches and all that other shit and life, and then trying to carve out that small little section of time for each one of us to have solo time with the kid that's the hard thing to keep consistent on yeah plus i mean you gotta carve out a little personal time for that third son of yours brandana that needs his hour and a half every my pod son (laughs) for this awesome pod uh why don't you bring us to that jam bro this was some jam son so let's leave it alone because we can't see eye to eye Neapolitan should. Oh, we get it, people. Oof. Relax. I know everyone's waiting. Uh, fervoring. Like, oh, Neapolitan. Are we here yet? Are we here? Are we here? They're frothing. Oh, oh. Basketball. They're just, like, going they're on. just like, like cheering like gladiator. Gladiator. Showdown. Showdown. Hashtag Neapolitan showdown. Hashtag gladiator. Hashtag grandana right in the wrong. Hashtag two in a row. We're coming at you. Talking about overrated candies. Oh. Oh, a little. I, I like how we dip back. We we dip. We kind of we always keep them on their toes, and we're coming back to a yeah. little food, and not the best foods. We're talking about we're talking about shitty candies, most awesome. We're talking, yeah, we're talking overrated candies, and there's this could get fucking hot. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. We might be every time. Like honestly, I walk in here. Like I don't know if you saw. Like we're talking Gladiator, but like the first Gladiator with Cuba Gooding Jr. And like he was like, yeah. like two yeah. two friends that were forced in the ring together. They they didn't leave friends. The lesser of the gladiators, <laughs> I know it. Oh, that's that's the better of the gladiator. Okay, okay. save that okay. for a showdown. Save that for a showdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you did win last week, which keeps up. I we did. don't do this intentionally. I think it's been uh, not keep score, not keep score, not keep score, fake score, not really keeping score. One 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 one, and we're here, right. <laughs> we're here at episode fourteen. Someone needs two in a row. You're, uh, exactly. I'm not going to let it affect my scoring, or I might. Who knows? I'm going to give myself plus five out of the bat just for losing last oh, week. Oh, just coming out of the just gate. For just for losing last, last week. I'm a plus okay. five. Uh, you well, can a, you, well, how many points are you going to give me for my, for my sip and ice? Ooh, that's, is that a, that's a bonus? Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one point for every ounce of ice you've drank. So you've drank one and a half 12-ounce ices, so I'm going to give you 18 points. Ooh, plus five wait. to plus 18. I'm going to subtract the $3 it cost 
for me to buy that. It's going to be plus 15. Plus 15 to 5 as we're starting. Take the ball out, of, sir. There's a lot of math. Top it <laughs> Take off. Take the ball out, sir. Take the ball. Okay. So I'm going to come. I'm going to come hard. <laughs> I'm going to come big. hard at come this. Big. Come big. All right. Um, I'm going to go right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Mounds and Almond Joy. <laughs> they're, they're one of the same. Both. No. Almond Joy sounds Mounds don't. Mounds right. don't. Okay, right. so ta- both garbage. Okay, that's the best thing. <laughs> Here's are. what you just hammered. You just hammered the best part of that candy, and it was the fucking song. <laughs> yeah, it was a song, and also like, okay, it does show something. Like they both knew they were shit candies because they couldn't do separate advertising planes. <laughs> they're just like, right. they're just like, we're gonna throw both these junk fucking candy bars into one commercial. And right. you can hate them collectively. <laughs> right. There was a Mounds and Almond Joy executive in, in w- sharing a room, and they were like, look, guys, we're getting killed. Everyone believes we're the same candy. How do we figure this yeah. out? Everyone's getting fired. We have people leaving us for the Twix campaign. What are we doing? How do we keep you people? Right. This kid, Jerry, has got a great idea. Listen to this song. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you 10 points if you can tell me. What is and I think it finished the song and maybe you did your research maybe you didn't. What's the difference between these two candy bars? Big difference is almond joys have nuts. <laughs> okay, mounds don't. Okay, all right. All right. And give, so, give me give me one other ingredient besides chocolate. Does dark dark chocolate count? As it does well? not they count. Have coconut. They have coconut. Okay, they have coconut. There it is. Yeah, coconut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coconut. They all right. Have coconut. You got yeah, your. Right. You got. But mounds, is, but mounds is is dark chocolate. Um, no one gives the a lesser shit. of two chocolates. Okay. No, it does. I researched. Do, do I did, these still I did the exist? Research. Mounds and Almond Joys, are they still out there? Oh, they're still, yeah, exactly. They're the, when you go, when you have kids and you go uh, Halloween trick-or-treating, <laughs> you don't want you'll, them. You'll, spot, you'll spot that house a mile <laughs> away. You're like, oh, it's a fucking Mounds house. It's like you don't want them to eat candy anymore that night. You're just like, hey, eat yeah. this Almond Joy. They're just like, I'm when they, good. When they, I'm good. When they put that bucket out and the kids go start to reach in, you'll be like, hard pass, <laughs> hard pass. Pull your kids away. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, you got the uh, you got the plus ten for that because that is. But I'm gonna go your shitty candy bar for a shitty candy bar of mine, and this is gonna bring some heat. It's gonna bring some ire. But you know what? Hashtag mm. hot takes. Hashtag Neapolitan showdown. Hashtag we calls it likes we sees it. Uh, I'm gonna do fucking three musketeers. That candy bar is it's disgusting. It's it's new nougat. Only nougat. It it weirdly hypnotizes you because I feel like everyone I talked to like loved it up until the age of eight. I feel like there's a trigger with it. Like you can only have six in your life, and then it's just over. And then you're like, "What yes. was I thinking? I made a huge mistake. Like, why am I forcing these down?" I remember like with Halloween candies, like an eight year old like trying to trade for them and like get more of them. And just like now, like the idea, like I see a grown man eating a Three Musketeer, I'm just like, right? No, what's wrong no. with you, bro? No, yeah, no, I. Yes, you're so smart on, and I got to give you credit where credit is due, because this is the candy of eight and unders, yeah. right? Like yeah. eight years old and under, this is like everything that you want. Whereas you get older, your taste buds are more sophisticated, they're a little bit more balanced. This is just pure like sugar. And I, I was reading, because I did do a little research on like what the internet was saying about candies and somebody described this as like like styrofoam basically it's like chocolatey styrofoam it's just kind of this like mushy like i don't know what this taste 
is like what is this consistency no, definitely it's, it's, it's like wrapped it's, in chocolate yeah it's, it's like that little space in your refrigerator that keep like the gasket if you took that out covered in chocolate and then just like you don't exactly maybe, maybe for kids like it's the number one there might be uh, so i think it would be a little mix of no one else wants this and i want to claim something like i'm my own person i like three musketeers like hashtag you're an idiot but like so right. it's like that and it's like it is simple flavors just like there's a chocolate casing there's the whatever that is styrofoamy chocolate too. flavor i like it how yeah. is it still legal no right. I'm, I'm into it all right i'm giving myself 10 on that too so we're looking at a Oof. 15 to 25 or you're still ahead what's your number two i'm brother? loving it mm, so many to choose from i'm gonna go with another one i think this yes. is gonna really fucking to. freak people out really freak people out i'm gonna go with m&m's overrated no, you're fucking idiot. m&m's are you're an idiot M- you're, you're, m&m's that's, are overrated that's, that's thin a, candy shell and chocolate okay. like what are we talking about so, so if you want to put it on the eight-year-old scale so here's okay so so my number uh my number two I, i'm gonna i'm gonna pit it to yours because we're gonna go one-on-one and uh i'm gonna win on overrated because i'm going those uh the sixlets do you remember those no, how could it be overrated if I don't know it? The, the was six, it, six like, it was the, like it was like the little BBs that were covered in candy. Come on, you were all over the internet. It's like a candy shell on little chocolate. So the reason Eminem wins is because in every genre there is one that does it the best, and there is right. there has to exist chocolate with a candy coating that has to exist. Someone has to do it right. Eminem does it right, and they and they destroy sixlets on it. That's uh, so why. Why wouldn't you choose Reese's Pieces over M and M's all day, every day, and Sunday? Well, maybe you don't like peanuts. Maybe you don't like peanut butter. A lot of peanut allergies going on out there, brother. A lot of be sensitive. Come on, bro. Don't be insensitive. Come on. No. Hashtag sensitivity. Hashtag, Hashtag sensitivity. Me too. Come on. <laughs> Hashtag fuck peanut butter. Uh, yeah, sixlets versus M and M's. You guys can chime in, but obviously M and M's. I don't even think I know what sixlets are. Look it up right now. Look it up right now. I'll I'll cut out right, the time no, it takes you to look it up. Okay, yeah, you just look you up. vamp. Wow, look it look up. up. <laughs> sixlets. Chop this. I'll do the score right now. All right, I'm okay. For every second you look, I'm going to give myself <laughs> a bonus point. This episode is going to go down in legacy for certain reasons, and I think we know what those reasons. Oh, I just are. typed in skillets. <laughs> oh, how do you even spell it? How do you even spell it? So, I, I, no, I, I wrote it down. X I S I X L E T S. Oh, si- literally sixlets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I know this fucking candy. I fucking this knew This is it. such garbage candy. It's, I, this I know. This is like home. It's chocolate. Yeah. It's chocolate that's covered in a candy coating. And it's, it's poor people M&M's. Yes, it is. It is. You're, you're right. It's poor people. But I would say it's, all, it, it's the same phylum. I'm not sure of you know the, the M and M's like phylum. it's the <laughs> it's the right, I'm, I'm giving you a bonus point for phylum actually right exactly which brings us twenty five twenty it's the same thing overall phylum. my notion is I just I just rated up I ratcheted it up on the marketing dollars phylum. and I said I'll see your sixlets and go <laughs> hashtag phylum and and well I know that's that's M&Ms. actually why you lose is because like each that. That category is going to have a champion in the game. Like candy coated chocolate is going to have a champion, and Eminem does own that spot, and something has to own that spot, and it's going to be Eminem, which is why Sixlets gets the fucking boot, and why I'm a genius. Well, it's easy on the genius. <laughs> do you do you take away a point from Eminem's for 
their inability to, to read the tea leaves and know what E.T. was going to do to their brand, <laughs> leaving the door open for Reese's Pieces, the superior product. Okay. Uh, yes or no? They're... Yes or no? Okay. I, I don't because they're, they're, still, they're still in the game and they're dominating. They didn't need to do that. Uh, they didn't need to do that. Like, that's the thing. Like, the player's still playing. Did, like, did Jay-Z have to go on the Lilith Fair? Like, no, there's some things you say, like, no to, and you're still, like, your boss in the game. Like, they, they were E.T. the it. Lilith Fair of candy? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm really confused You know now. what? Okay, like, all right. That's no. fine. What's the score, I'm, Brandana? I'm, Where are we at? We I, still got one left. I gave you bonus point for Phylum, and then you bothered me on that last thing. So, it's we're, lo- we're dead heat at 25 like to 25. It. Okay. All right, this perfect. is three straight dead heats in a row. I know. It's you Funny and drinking all that smearing off ice. I'd slam a beer right now to give me 12 bonus points. It, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. 1 1,000, 2 1,000, 3 1,000, 4 1,000, 5 1,000. Uh, right, do we tie no. on that? Okay. There's careful. only eight ounces in there, so I'm going to give myself eight points. So it's 33 to 25. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. What's your last one? You better, mm. you better come okay. in correct. <sighs> You're choosing I, right now. Minus one for choosing. Minus one for changing the Look, lineup. Gotta, it's basically you're calling a timeout, so you're at a timeout. Who you got? Twenty-three thirty three. All right. I'm gonna go crunch bar. The four horsemen of candy bars, Snickers, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, Crunch Bar. Crunch bar is the weakest of all of them all. It's just like Rice Krispies in a fucking chocolate base. It's nothing. It's a nothing candy. Nestle's Crunch Bar sucks dick. <laughs> uh, I think you went a little too heavy on the candy bar. I think you're you're creating ire. You you went a little too top shelf. Uh, I'm gonna bring something at you. I'll see what you think. Banana runs. <laughs> oh my god, banana runs. The, the shaped the the they're shaped in a banana. They're just like sugary confection, right? Yeah, Sherlock. Yes, that's what they are. Like you know, it's the only thing that looks like a right. banana. Okay, well, I'm sorry, you 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 you, you confused me with sixlets. No, no. So I had to make sure <laughs> I, I know what I'm talking about here. Yep, banana runs. I'm gonna nope. Crunch bar. You went. Ah oh, man, usually really. I'm gonna give you minus two on the crunch bar. And I'm going to give me plus four. So that's 37 to 21 victory made. Uh, let's go to the Constellation Bracket. What do you got? Boom. Um, so I'm going to come at you with Tootsie Rolls. Okay, overrated. but, it, but it, it's, I don't think like... It's not chocolate. It doesn't taste like chocolate. It, it, it doesn't, but I don't think it's what you're looking for. Like, I, And I, I don't like to say it is what it is, but th- there's nothing else rivaling it, and it still exists. That's what yeah, I got to put my it, hats off to. Like, and, yeah, and you but say I'm it saying like it's overrated. Possible. I'm saying it's overrated because there's so much. Have you had a tissue? Com- have you had a tissue roll in the last year? Uh, yes. I have kids. <laughs> Boom. I have children. Like, like case, yeah, exactly. Case solved. Like, there's still Boom. even if it's a morbid curiosity, like you're still gonna pop one in your mouth. Like, it, it's it's flavor you kind of return to. I had a. Do you remember uh, Necco wafers? Yeah, Necco wafers are garbage. I, I want to put that up there. I just, like, overrated might have been strong because I don't know who's eating them. And also, uh, you didn't do what I thought you would do, which is good. And we didn't have to jump into it because I thought we were on the same play page. You went a little too, like, these are why popular candies suck. But there is, like, that bullshit that gets dropped into your Halloween bag when we were young. Like, the uh, the peanut butter wraps, I guess that's what flavor they were. You remember they had, like, the orange and, orange and black wrapping on them? You, oh, you would yeah, never yeah, eat them. They would just, like... <laughs> like weight down the bottom of your bag and you're just like yeah those are terrible also but like those in the, those are in that candy corn elk right like candy yep exactly corn is like, a Can, candy candy. like yeah. the uh 
any like any rock candy like the ring pops anything that like had like collateral damage that like you had to eat it but it was like active eating like it would like melt down like your entire <laughs> hand do you, right. do you remember like and I, I don't think kids get this nowadays but you would go in you'd get get like a dollar and there would be that bottom shelf of just like five cent candies and you just like load up on all that tiny quick quick name name five candies you found on that bottom shelf Oh, you had like the root beer gummies, right? Is that is that you're talking about that? Don't talk shit on gummies. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not talking Mr. Bulkies. I'm talking you go into like a fucking Seven Eleven. You have a dollar, and it's that candy that's been in the same box for like two and a half years. I'm talking right next to candy cigarettes. I'm talking. Oh, like, I was gonna say candy cigarettes. Yeah, there's the there's uh, what like Laffy Taffy's down there. Laffy Taffy's out there. Well, just like the the bubble yum, the individual like bubble bubble yums. Uh, the, the Jolly, bubble Jolly Ranchers. Yes, I had Jolly Ranchers on my list. Yep, trash. And movies. I also had I also had this might enrage a few people, but I had Pez on my list. I had Pez. I, Pez. I, I thought about Pez. Yeah, Pez is just like more novelty candy. Like when you actually ate it, you're just like this tastes like Pepto Bismol. Like what's the score? <laughs> right. Do you remember? Right, okay. You remember the Fun Dip? And we're up against it. We've got to move on. But do you remember, like, licking that stick and, like, anything that was just, like, messy? Yeah. or pixie know. sticks. Pixie sticks were, like... That's just sugar. Just, yeah. like, mainlining sugar. Is that still allowed? Is that still... I don't think so. Give your kid a pixie not in stick? This, not in this podcast or <laughs> household. this podcast. Uh, that's it. The, well, the home away, home away, home away, like, street continues. Continues. Like, one, 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 one. Uh, good we're just tra- we're just like two heavyweights, Brandon. We're just trading <laughs> rights enough. right now. Uh, great, brother. Well, um, again, another dynamite-filled podcast, and we're up against Oof. it. So uh, let's, you know, uh, people want to know what we have to say about the NFC South, and we'll definitely get into that. Uh, but you know, we have to, as we say, up against it. So let's we're up against it, but we brought. We're gonna. They, they might get a little special, special tasty treat. They might. You know, there's nothing un- to complain about. Nothing to complain. Outside of this pod, we'll give them a little hot, hot take outside of this. Actually, pod, they my should friend. be okay. So they should remember this pod when we're like two weeks deep in August, and it's tweet, 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 just a cricket, cricket, tweet. Did I do a bird for a cricket? <laughs> I've been doing this pod. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag Mother Nature. The, I don't know what to say. What's the bird? Fuck it. Gotta throw it at some jam <laughs> or not. Um, well, do what we did when we didn't when we when we were up against the last time. Throw it the jam. Come back out of the jam, and then we'll get back into it. Boom, and we're back. All right, let's do our MVP of the week. Who you got, brother? Oh man. Um, you know, I kind of wanted to do like a like a, a Kevin Durant and George Hill MVP, which would be J.R. Smith saving them from <laughs> you know all the yeah. all all the issues that they could have caused caused up. But I'm going to do a general MVP. I'm going to go with my boy Thomas J. Mace Archer Mills Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> going deep on him, um, my my man. Um, basically. Went out to the royal wedding. We're bringing Brett back to the royal mm, wedding. Hashtag, mm. hashtag Team Pippa. <laughs> um, he was a uh, authority on royal weddings and the royal history of of all the marriages. Um, turns out he was faking it, and he's from up, up upstate New York. <laughs> and his real his real name is Thomas Tommy Muscatello. 
and he learned his English accent from his high school production of Oliver and <laughs> duped a whole bunch of people into believing that he was an authority on royal weddings. Uh, but he's in so deep that his dad said that he told him to stop off, stop it with that stupid accent, but he said, I can't, Dad, and, and ends every conversation with God Save the Queen. So you know, Tommy Muscatello from upstate New York you're my MVP of the week, my that's friend. That's why I love having you as a pop artist. This seems up your alley. Like, you know, like 10 years ago, just kind of the right situation. Like, a little, like, wedding crashers put on a fake accent just to see, like, what the comments of what you get away with. Like, I like that. I like that a lot. You, oh, you know me so fucking well. It's not even funny. So my boy, Johnny, good buddy of mine, we, we played uh, college volleyball. We go to tournaments. And then we go to the bars after these oh, great. tournaments. You know what? Yeah, say, you know what? This is going to be a tale from the frat. Because you're, you're from you the say this yep, tale from exactly. the frat? Okay. We'll do it right now. So I'm going to run through I'm my gonna... MVP right now. I'm going to keep it super simple. I'm going to go LeBron James. Uh, I know we've been talking a lot about him on the podcast. He's in the news. I think, uh, not to get too heavy on it, uh, but I think we're all talking about sportsmanship and how you can balance sports, uh, sportsmanship and be a competitor. And like we talked about it on our uh, SOS MAB pod, there's a way to that you can like argue your call and walk away. And there's just like this time that the camera was on LeBron and he was arguing with the refs, realized he wasn't going to do anything, but he just had to say his piece. And then he just like collected himself, went back and talked to his team because like that's what the score is. Nothing's going to change the reality. Move on. And that that is sportsmanship. That is how you are a true competitor. Uh, perfect. Excellent. That's uh, that's our MVPs. Tell me this tale. The first time we're going. Tale from the frat from a... Where are we at? Tell us where we're at on, in the land, what age we are, what year it is, and 60 seconds. Let's hear it. Um, so, yeah. So, in college, we would go uh, to college volleyball tournaments. I played on the club's, club team there. We'd go to bars after these tournaments, and uh, a young most awesome and his good buddy, John A. John A. Hashtag we'd John A. Hashtag John A. We uh, we devised a plan to infuse some conversation points with with young ladies, and we we threw on a Canadian accent, and we would tell tell these young ladies that we were here on a tournament that we were young Canadian hopefuls for the curling Olympics, <laughs> and put on that and talking, hey, you know, hey there, eh? You know, what? Uh, we're here for uh, more, more. That's not more like uh, Norm Macdonald than anything. Hey, you know, hey, hey. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty close. What, uh, what year? Right. Oh, this would have been. So this is like really like internet was still dial up. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like ninety nine, two thousand, ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere there. Yeah. And it was just a good, good time. <laughs> I don't know if anyone really fell for it, but we had fun just being in like you know. Uh, Columbus, Ohio, just talking to some random random ladies and uh, <laughs> pretending that we were all on a, a Olympic hopeful curling team. Oh my god. Ah, what a frat brother. This is the most awesome in Brandana Sports Podcast <laughs> episode 14 and I think, brother, I, I, had a, I had a great night with you, man. We covered all the bases. Uh, you can email us at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com Follow us on podcast on iTunes. Search MAB Sports. You'll see the little Nintendo cartridge. Please follow. Share on Facebook. Share on any social media. Uh, give us five stars. Leave a comment. Email the inbox. We'll get back to you. Where else are we, brother? We're on Insta. 
or the IG or the gram uh, at MAB Sports underscore sports, and then on Twitter at MAB underscore sports. I, I just got on personally onto Instagram. Can I post too much? Can I just keep rocking the MAB thing? You I'm, just I'm keep just, hammering it, I'm, I'm going to keep hammering There's no too hammering. much nope. in the Twitter sphere or Insta sphere. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave the charge. Uh, I am Brandana. That's my partner. Most awesome. The talent. Sign yourself off in Canadian, bro. Stap Crackle Podcast, eh? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Bring the jam. I'll see you next week, buddy. Style. Fame. She likes fashion. Oh.